Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This family in Australia swears what happened was a mistake and they didn't go on a panic buying mode because of coronavirus. Mom, Heidi Janetsky, who lives in the city of Toowoomba, about 80 miles west of Brisbane, went online to buy toilet paper, something that she does about every three months. But instead of clicking the option to purchase 48 rolls, she bought 48 boxes. Some 2,304 rolls of toilet paper, or about a 12-year supply. In fact, the purchase, she says, made in early February before coronavirus even hit down under. By the way, we here in the U.S. can buy that specially made toilet paper online from the same company she did. The website is called Who Gives a Crap? Officials say their product, made with bamboo and trees, or is recycled. You made that up. No, I didn't. That's the actual name of That's the actual name of what, yeah. Who Gives a Crap? I would think I would, Cliff, whenever I saw the price of what I was purchasing. You would, would notice that I was, I'm, way, I'm paying way more than I should be here. I would um, <laughs> I would overdraft my entire checking account uh, yeah. buying toilet paper. <laughs> Cliff, I can't yeah. take my eye off of your um, tattoo. It's been happening for most of this week. What's wrong with my tattoo? There's nothing wrong with it. I okay. just keep looking at it, and I think, you know, perhaps I ought to get one like that. Like this? I wouldn't put it on my forearm, though. I'm thinking okay. about around my rib cage. Around, you're going to get a cactus around your rib cage? No. Oh, you're going to get, gonna your get own. my own tattoo. Oh, I was going to, because it sounded like you were going to copy my tattoo. No, 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 no. I'm not okay, going to copy. Much, I'm much more comfortable with that. Yes. I'm so, thinking about uh, yeah. Chinese symbols, chi- and I want to make sure that these are correct. <laughs> oh, because there's always a danger. There is the danger. Yeah. But I'd like to get some Chinese symbols around okay. the left rib cage. Okay. And I would like for them to say, Kind of my uh, life's motto. Yeah. Find me where the snacks are. (laughs) But in Chinese. But in Chinese, yes. You think that would be okay for a tattoo, Cliff? (laughs) Find me where the snacks are? Yes. I think it's perfect for you. I do, too. I mean, it's better than a cactus for me because that doesn't apply. Yeah. But if, you know, I'm ever out and about with my shirt off. (laughs) Like, say, I don't know, in a polar bear costume. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would. Yeah. I remember that. Weed on the outset, this story seems like one of those uh, don't bring a knife to a gunfight tales. When we uh, get done, we'll probably still have the same opinion. Residents living on the high plains of Montana have recently gotten word that they can better protect themselves against bears. The fish and wildlife folks report last year they had to kill or capture and move some nine grizzly bears who invaded communities in Montana after those bears came to town looking for food. Now state officials say they've gotten better wording on a document from federal wildlife officials about how private citizens can protect their homes and families should big grizzly bears come calling. The problem, wildlife officials say, is that so much human interaction makes the bears not afraid of people anymore. Used to be when a bear saw a person, they'd run away. But in ever-increasing numbers, the bears want to hang around and see what you're doing, and they come to find you in town and look for your garbage. There is a way, though, to keep the bears afraid of people. It's a process called hazing. 
And that's why most Walmarts in Montana sell giant on firecrackers to light and throw at bears. Big booms that scares them away. Landowners have clamored for another way. The recent ruling declares that one other way that they thought of as being perfectly legal. And that is shooting the grizzly bear with a paintball gun. <laughs> I'm not very smart, but I'm not doing that. I'm going to tell you. Now, there is a hunting season for bear, but it's not until like April through June. There's so you, no legally, you cannot shoot a bear out of the hunting season. Now, there's no legal hunting season for me when it comes to a bear, Cliff. I'd be afraid with a paintball gun. I would shoot at him. You know, he would be standing up on his yeah. back legs. I yeah. would shoot at him, and he yeah. would just catch him with his paw and go, <laughs> throw, <laughs> real funny there, weed. <laughs> and then he'd me. You know, Cliff, in this day and age, everybody seems to be wanting to scam you. I get calls all the time. I'm sure you do, too. Oh, yeah. Somebody's got some way to get money out of your pocket. Yes. And that makes it hard to trust people. No, you're totally, you're absolutely right. And you never know what's going to be on the other end when you answer the phone. You never know. Or yeah. they just come to your door sometimes and they've got some scam. I mean, that goes on too. <laughs> There's always somebody trying oh, to get yeah. you. And so I'm thinking it would be wonderful Yeah. if I could find somebody that I could trust. Okay. As much as Noah when he let the two termites on the big boat. <laughs> I mean, you've got to have a lot of trust That's right. when you bring termites you onto know. your wooden boat. <laughs> okay, guys, we've got a pile of wood over here. This is all yours. All yeah. of this pile. Yeah. The actual ark, don't be touching that. Don't be, yes. <laughs> well, Cliff, a lot of controversy this morning going on. I read this study. Yes. There's a new German study out that flies in the face of practically ever pre ever every previous study what's that that suggests that people mm -hmm. are not happier when they give to charity than when they just keep the money oh so so when people give to to those in need yes it doesn't make them any happier every previous study said okay they all had a happy light go off in their head yeah and this one says nope that's not true nope that money really indeed can buy your happiness huh and we could test that here on this program, Cliff. <laughs> no, we we could, could be the test. Really? Yes. And how would we test that? Well, let's just do this. We've okay. got 11 listeners. Yeah. Wonderful people. Absolutely. Fine, upstanding good, citizens. Good friends of, of ours. Yes, yes. Absolutely, yes. So we could have all 11 of our wonderful listeners yeah. give me your money. <laughs> give it all to me. Okay. And then we'll wait a few weeks. And see if they're happier and or we'll, if they're not happy. Yes, and we'll see how happy I am. Compared to them. Yes. So it's a comparative study. And once and for all, Cliff, yeah. we could put this to rest. I'm thinking I'm going to be uh, coming out on You think here. you're going to be happier than they are? I think I saying. will be. I mean, I don't know. It's a yeah. test. I could be to totally wrong. Right, but in either case, you end up with the money. Well, <laughs> thus making me... The happy camper amongst us all. I'm a big fan of big food. The bigger, the better. <laughs> a big fan of big food. I am. I'm, okay. I mean, I see people with small little portions, and I'm like, I'm not even going to waste my time on that plate. Okay. I like big food. So you don't like, say, going to um, White Castle, because their burgers are little teeny tiny things. I like it, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> you got to get a whole plate of burgers. you got to get a bag of burgers, and, right. and I... Just don't. Okay. I just don't I, like that. I mean, it's yeah. I understand. But big food. Yeah. I'm there. Kind of like today at McDonald's. What's going on at McDonald's? They today? are starting to sell. Yeah. The 
double Big Mac. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. A regular Big Mac has two patties. Yes. Double Big Mac, I take it, has four patties? That's right. Four <laughs> patties of animal on a bun. That's what I like. And, but I don't like... Yeah. I don't like long food. Oh, I've really? I've got a little thing about a little phobia mean, about long food. <laughs> you mean like uh, the foot-long chili cheese dog at Sonic? Oh, they got that? <laughs> yeah, they do, actually. Well, well, but you wouldn't order it, is what you're saying. Well... What do you... Do you, you know, is it embarrassing for you to eat something long? <laughs> I just... I just don't like it. It's like... Okay. Well, it's like Taco Bell. Taco Bell. They're coming out with the... Okay. Triple Lupa. A Triple Lupa. And... What the heck's that? Well, it's so long... Yeah. You're supposed to break it up in three different sections <laughs> to eat the thing. Once again, we're back to the work part. <laughs> I was going to say, that's got to be messy. It, it, it's got to be messy. Yeah. There's work involved. And if this thing doesn't come in a cardboard tube... That I can use as yeah. a lightsaber to fight <laughs> off people with. I'm out with this one. You know, if you wrap it up in a piece of paper, that's oh, not yeah. exciting. Yeah. But you stick it in a tube, anything in a tube <laughs> is pretty doggone exciting, Cliff. Would you not agree with that? I would have to agree, yeah. There you go. Nick from Montwell checking in. Cliff, the reason why we don't like long food is because if it's very long, his hands won't reach the end of it to hold it up. I think that went without saying, Cliff. I was trying to avoid well, that. It's always good to be reminded of, you know, your shortcomings. Well, it's embarrassing, Cliff, when you're trying to eat long food at a restaurant and right. you have to ask people at the table beside you. Excuse me, can you hold up this wiener? Yes, or the triple loop or whatever. Whatever it is you're eating. Yes. <laughs> Plus, rarely do they ever help you. No, they don't. They look at you like there's something wrong That's with right. you. Because there is. Oh, well. Weed in the world of minor league baseball, the effort to get fans in the seats is never-ending, especially when you get to single A, where there's a lot of players suiting up who aren't big names, so the draw to get the turnstiles to spin has to come from some other way to make the night fun for the fans. That's why the folks in the Charleston, South Carolina area looked with great anticipation at the promotional calendar for the upcoming season for the single A affiliate of the New York Yankees called the River Dogs. Nearly every home game, as it turns out, packed with fun on that promotional calendar, but none more so than May 26th when the Riverdogs scheduled OJ Trial Night at the ballpark. Every fan would get an OJ Trial t-shirt entering the stadium. Remember, if the shirt don't fit, you must see if we have a different size. Fans would also get a paddle, which on one side said guilty, and on the other side, not guilty, and then they would weigh in as jury when the PA announcer asked them to reach a verdict on several topics all night long. The juicy new spin on a murder trial, though, was pulled from the schedule after an online backlash. Or you could say, a backslash. <laughs> <laughs> and that's an example of why yep. they're not going <laughs> to exactly do that. Right. All night you'd be hearing that at the ballpark. <laughs> we have the Opry-winning number that you will need to know this week, and you'll need to know what okay. it means. All righty. And our Opry-winning number this week is nine. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it's nine. Yes. I don't know why I said it like that. I'm just going to say, you don't have to say it like Colonel Klink. It just kind of came out as... Sergeant Schultz or any of those characters from Hogan's Heroes. It just came out like <laughs> nine. <laughs> and there's a meaning behind that uh, I'm number. I'm Kimmler, you are not. <laughs> yes. Okay? Yes. Well, there's a reason we picked that number, and Cliff, okay. he's going to tell you what that number means. So... On Friday, 
we'll say the number nine and announce that it's time to call in to win tickets to the Grand Ole Opry. And um, we'll get a caller on the air. And the first person to say nine seconds between births around the world will be the winner. Wow, that's a lot of... So one baby is born every nine seconds. That's a lot of birthing around that's the right. world. That's right. So someone on the planet Earth is squirting out a baby every nine seconds. Well, I don't know if we need to go there. <laughs> Any of the, I mean, have you seen a baby being born? No, I haven't. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going okay, on. Okay, all don't right. Really, yeah. Don't need a biology anatomy <laughs> class here, okay? Anyway, that's what you'll have to that's say right. on Friday. It's, nothing about German. No. You have to go nine. You can just say nine. Seconds between births around the world. You know I'm going to say it that way. I know every time until we get to Friday, you're going to go, Nine! 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 nine." Weirdo. Uh, (sighs) Boy, I really like this song, and I really like this singer, Cliff. Okay. You know her very well. I'm sure our wonderful listeners do, too. Yeah. It's Martina McBride on the Morning Road Show. It's life. Number nine. (laughs) Stop that. Well, it's 42 at 9 o'clock here at Country really? 98.1. How long are you going to do that? I think the rest of the week, Cliff. The rest of the week, every... all the way until Friday when we give away the Grand Ole Opry. I think so. Cliff, a lot of talk going on about how we're supposed to greet each other, no longer doing handshakes because yeah. everybody's scared, but they'll throw germs from one person to the other. True. Even fist bumping is starting to uh, fade away a little bit. Yeah. We mentioned last week a little toe tapping. You know, you go up to somebody and tap them on the toe. <laughs> That's your greeting whenever you meet them. I yeah. say we break it down a lot simpler than that. How about when you meet somebody, why don't you just say, hey, how are you doing? Don't touch me. <laughs> and that gets it right out there, right, right off the bat. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? Right. Don't touch me. Yeah. And then everybody and then, knows. And then, you, yeah, just just protect yourself. Yes. You know, and you could even do that, uh, you go kind of a little more lyrical. Can't touch this. You, you, you could do that. You could do that if yeah. you wanted to. Or, you know, you could just say the German word for n- no. Huh. Nine! <laughs> you beat me to it. Nine! <laughs> Cliff, do you use a snooze button when you get up in the morning? <laughs> no. I mean, there, there have been times in my life when I did, but um, ever since I started doing this job, you know, where we are required to awake at a very unusual hour, no. Wow. Yeah. In fact... I am frequently awake before the alarm goes off. What kind of demon are you? <laughs> How do you do that? I go to bed early. What time do you go to bed? Usually like 8 o'clock. Pajamas? That's a little personal. Well, I, just, I thought if we was going to go down the path, I'll <laughs> no, find out about really? your sleep patterns. Weirdo. So you don't no. use a snooze button. It's like, it's like little gym shorts, by the way. Oh, okay. Go ahead. No, well, I don't use a snooze button anymore i pretty well live on this <laughs> really i live with a snooze button i'll hit it four <laughs> or five times because at the push of a button cliff yeah i give myself permission to stay snuggled up under the covers for just a few minutes more usually most electronic snooze alarms are set for seven minutes so yes. you get seven more minutes and the uh, yeah. older ones were all set at nine minutes ah, and i always okay. thought that was weird yeah why would you pick nine <laughs> well we'll tell you Really? We're when we do, take it to the bank. We're going to do nine. <laughs> Time now for Take It to the Bank. Ooh. And today we're talking, Cliff, about snooze alarms. Snooze alarms. Yes. Okay. Did you know yes. that the first snooze alarm came out in 1956? General Electric had that. Wow. Yes. I did not know that. I was kind of surprised by that myself. And, of course, back in 1956, yeah. most clocks, if not all, mm-hmm. had gears that drove the mechanism to keep time. Mm -hmm. Now, because of that, 
the standard gear setup that was already in motion, Mm -hmm. well, they had to work with what they had. And so getting the gear teeth to line up correctly to allow for a 10-minute snooze was impossible (laughs) the way the gears were made. So they just used the gears they had, and that's why when it was a mechanical clock that came out with a snooze alarm, it was nine minutes. Yes, because 10 wow. was impossible, or nine, or they could do just a few seconds, which wouldn't be any <laughs> point really of doing, <laughs> or way over 10 minutes. Right. So that's why the old clocks. So it was just cheaper to say, well, it's just going to be nine, as opposed to re-engineering all the gears and everything. Wasn't really any other thought besides that, Cliff. <laughs> we can do it cheap. We can make it nine. <laughs> you can take all of that. To the bank, yeah, which opens, I think, <laughs> at nine. <laughs> you know what I would love to do on this program, Cliff? <laughs> what I would love to I'm do. Scared this. to ask. We've had some weird things that we've done here before. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but I would love to do this. Okay. Every time I look on the internet, I see yeah. somebody doing some spectacular, off-the-chart gender reveal of some kind. Yes. There's all kinds of ways. Yeah. People have actually died doing gender reveals. <laughs> They've gotten Which that is carried sad away. It because, is sad. you know, that's not what it's about. It's no, about no. new life. Yes. So. And I think it would be wonderful, Cliff, if yeah. one of our wonderful listeners yeah. would do a gender reveal with us here on this program. Okay. Sometime maybe this spring, it's some, I mean, summer, it, fall. It's kind of like dependent upon the timing of the pregnancy. Well, yeah. We, <laughs> so, I mean, we can't just produce one on command now can we? no we can't no we can't <laughs> but i think it would be cool we could have them come yeah. in the happy couple and yeah you know we would be a, a part of their big day yeah. in a small way yeah that would be cool we could uh take it to facebook yeah we could do the live video thing on, on social media so people could see they could come into our studio and, and we'll be live on the on the show here they could bring let's say an egg an egg yes okay if they, uh, you well, know, if it's a boy, yeah, it would be a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> so, I mean, so we're going to have to get some way for them to know but not know. Or a family member. So but the family member would find out and then take care of this whole egg business for us, and then they're going to bring this egg in. Yes. Okay. And then we could live stream it where we yeah. take the egg that they give us yeah. and we smash it into our heads. One of us. They pick whichever one they, they want they to smash the egg. They pick who they want to s- have the egg smashed over their head. That's right. I'm assuming you or myself. Yes. Okay. And then uh, yeah. we'll record that. Okay. If it's a hard-boiled egg, we've got a boy. Okay. If it's a raw egg, we've got a girl and a mess <laughs> on our hands. There's a, there's a, I, I think it's going to be fun. There's a 25% chance I'm really not going to like this at all. Why is that? <laughs> well, there's like a 50-50 chance it's a boy or a girl. That's right. And then another 50-50 chance that they're going to pick you or they're going to pick me. Am I not right? That's true. So 25% chance that I'm smashing a raw egg over my head. That would be kind of good. <laughs> On the other hand, there's a 25% chance you're going to get the raw egg, and it's going to be the funniest thing we've ever done on the radio. Or <laughs> I could say, if you would be so kind, yeah. pick Cliff if we <laughs> really? do this. Why are you throwing me under the bus? I wanted to up your odds from 25% well, because thanks. I'm having trouble yeah. with the math. Oh, that would be great, Cliff. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Morning Roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. We said this early. I would overdraft my checking account buying toilet paper. There's really no need for that. No, there is no, none. Don't worry about it. Number two, embarrassing to eat something long. <laughs> it is, too. Yeah. 
more for you than me because you know you have the arm issue. That's true. Yes. Yeah, so. Number one, morning roadshow phrase for it's really just a word <laughs> or a number depending upon what language you're speaking. Nine. <laughs> oh wait, here, this note just get, stop doing the nine thing. Yeah, okay. we've got some text about that. <laughs> so tomorrow, I guess I can't do it. Well, I'm sure it won't stop you. Now will it? Nine. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.